Welcome back to the Flatback 4 podcast. In today's episode, we discuss the Champions League quarter-final draw and how we think the Premier League clubs will fare. Neymar has never done it in a big league. A bold claim by one of the team. Listen out for who said it. Right, lads. The Champions League quarter-final draw has been made. Uh, we're going to react to that a little bit and maybe look back on a... Liverpool and Chelsea's performance in the last 16. We've got a couple of Liverpool fans and a big Chelsea fan here. So the first game I'm just going to talk about is uh, Man City at home versus Dortmund in the first leg. Uh, Erling Haaland, he stormed off in a 2-2 draw with Cologne at the weekend. It's fueled a lot of speculation about his future. Chrissy, where do you think he's going to be playing his football next year? It's a tough question. I think the majority of clubs, I suppose, around the world are going to be wanting him anyway. I think it's going to come down to money um, and maybe personal choice for him as well. Um, I think there's only certain clubs at the moment after the pandemic that actually have the money to go and get Haaland because just everybody's in debt or they're struggling. So I think there's only a numerous amount of clubs. You're looking at maybe Chelsea always have good money. Real Madrid is another one with money. Uh, Man United are comfortably financially as well they're they're in good good uh good they're good at the moment financially so they're another club that will be in so maybe those three clubs for me will probably be the top clubs they'll be in for Haaland like he's yeah. he's just so good like he's strong he's quick he's scoring goals at will and you know who would not want Haaland up front like you could yeah. build a team around him he's just so good but they I think it's going to come down to money and then I think he'll have to pick of the best teams with the money, really, for where he wants to go. If I put a gun, if I had to put a gun to your head, though, who would you say? Where do you think he's? I actually, going? I actually, I actually think he'll end up going to Real Madrid. If I'm honest, I think that is oh, really? the spot he will go. I think they're really going to go all out from yeah. I thought first that they were going to go for Mbappe, but the more I hear and the more Haaland play as well, I actually think that they're actually going to go all out and nearly yeah. sell. What they can to land them, to be honest with you. Yeah, I think Real Madrid are due a, a superstar signing, actually. Um, this is Haaland's big chance to shine, I think. Kind of where, if if he can get at the City defence, like where do you think he can ex- exploit them? Oh, yeah, what a player. As you say, lad, there, I think he can ex- exploit Diaz or uh, Stones as good as they've been. Either or, he's just, he's got pace, power, ferocious shot. Um, his movement is so good in the box, in and around. One-two linkups with Sancho and Royce as well. I, I think he can do damage all right, lad. I, um, I, I, there's no stopping Haaland for me, and you know how much of a fan yeah. I am. Um, I just don't see City's defence getting clean sheets against Dortmund. I'm not saying that they'll stop Dortmund or not get through, but definitely won't. I don't think he would clean sheets against them. Yeah. I think Haaland and Diaz, that'll be a, a super battle to watch. Brilliant. Uh, Daly, do Dortmund have any chance or are City going to blow them away? I think I'll echo what Kenneth said there. I don't think City will keep clean sheets, but I think they'll have more than enough for Dortmund. I think that um, if you're if you're Haaland and you're looking at the two centre-backs for City, you're going to be hanging off John Stones rather than Diaz because of the season Diaz is having. That said, as, as, as Kenneth said, uh, you could, you'd fancy Haaland against anybody. And going back to what you said there, I think he's going to go to City. I just think it's in. If Chelsea don't come in with a big bid, I think he, he could go to City because obviously his father played for City as well. And like I said, Chelsea have the money. City have the money. 
Real Madrid, I, I think as well, they haven't had, as you said, Dixon and Galactico in the last few years. And that would be a real kind of marker down because Real Madrid aren't the Real Madrid of of all that we knew. But um, I, I think Dortmund will get goals, but I just think City um, will definitely just have too much for them in all departments. Yeah, yeah. It's actually interesting to say Kuko City because they're actually linked to with Danny Ings. Yeah, uh, yeah. Today. yeah. Seen that, yeah. Yeah, I think with the whole Haaland situation, lads, I think you're going to, like, as you know, I look into and research all this, you're going to see so much come out about Haaland in the next couple of weeks, especially um, because he's going to be playing against City and there's going to be talk of Pep and Haaland speaking. But you got to realise that Man City have got financial fair play hanging Mm -hmm. over them. If they go in against a battle against Chelsea, Madrid, Man United, they won't win a battle in transfer fee money because they have to also pay Raiola, you know, 70 million a year contract to Haaland. Raiola there, as you've seen a couple of years ago, Don, with our Dixon with uh, Lukaku. Used be us to Lukaku on with before five minutes before Lukaku was ready to sign for Chelsea. Wanted to sign Raiola, got the extra 10 million in the pocket from United and he, he switched them to go to United. So it's you know where Yola he's like a football club himself the way he runs. So I fancy my chances and I will stick with what I said. I do think he'd be at Chelsea. Yeah, yeah, that'd be a great time for Chelsea. Great time for anyone, actually, let's be honest. Uh so we'll move on then. Real Madrid drawn at home in the first leg against Liverpool. Um just reflect on the game against Leipzig. Christine, were you happy with Liverpool's performance over the two legs? Yeah, extremely happy. Considering the way they were playing in the Premier League, it was kind of a hit and miss. Some performances were good and results were not good. And then performances were not good and we were not getting the results either. But when it came to Budapest and it came again Leipzig, it just seemed everybody was that bit fresher. You know, we were pressing that bit more. We looked lively. We looked like we could score and create chances. Um and some guys who have to step into defence, such as Nat Phillips and even Quebec in Europe, were, were playing so much better. They actually played really well. Like for there's talk of Quebec and people are saying he's hit and miss, and like he's had two, three man in the man in the matches already from the Liverpool already that give out man in the matches. He's got three, and I think two of them are in Europe. So he is doing he is doing really well so far. Um, mm-hmm. So I just think that when Liverpool press in and they're really intense in their play they're just a different animal for teams now the high line from Leipzig did help Liverpool um but in the Champions League we're going to be playing more and more teams that are confident in the way they play and the more and more teams are playing that high line so that's actually going to suit Liverpool you know that the teams fancy themselves as being you know kind of playing football teams Man City are there you know Chelsea now are really confident they've kind of they would do that as well. They fancy playing out. They'll do it. Um, so that will actually suit Liverpool, I think, in many ways. But regards the performance, they played really well. It was a great chance as well with Fabinho back in midfield for Thiago to kind of settle and have that player beside him in midfield. And, you know, because he hasn't hit the ground running, in a sense, with Fabinho there, he could be like a new signing for Liverpool in the Champions League. He really could because he can really let himself go and start kind of showing us really what he was signed for uh, and be a difference maker, hopefully, as well. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. Fabinho next to Thiago is really uh, allowing allowing him to flourish there. Uh, Elliot, 
is Liverpool's form in Europe down to that maybe they need a break from the domestic competition? It's kind of almost like a fresh start for them. I'm not sure what it is. I think, as as Chrissy said, I think teams will actually come out and attack Liverpool in the Champions League because they're more confident on the ball. Whereas where Liverpool have kind of fall, where kind of fell down is is games where we've had lots of the ball and we can't break teams down. Low blocks like Burnley, uh, Brighton did the same to us. Chelsea did a great job against us, similar as well. But yeah, I think when it comes to the Champions League, I just think the competition suits us. Klopp's record in 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 knockout competitions in Europe is absolutely fantastic, as we know. But to touch on uh, what Christie said as well um, about Quebec, you'll notice about Klopp, especially with uh, defenders, he doesn't throw defenders straight in when he buys them straight away. I remember Robertson took him a couple of months. Even Fabinho, I know he's a midfielder, but it took him months to be thrown in. Everyone was thinking, look, where do we, we sign this fella? Where is he? But that's a testament to Quebec. And I think, uh, again, with Nat Phillips as well, playing fantastic. But I think Nat Phillips took a lot of the headlines because his... Um, his performance is like big headers, big tackles, clearances. But I think Quebec was really, really clever in, in them two games. And like I said, the chances fell to Salah and Mane, same as they did in the, fir- in the first leg. So that's who you want them to fall to. Um, but yeah, I'm happy with that. Like I said, I don't think it's down to, um, I don't think it's down to the competition. I just think it's the level of, of opposition. And it just, I think the Champions League, because we're playing against better opposition, it just suits Liverpool. Just to echo what uh, Chrissy said. Yeah, yeah, I agree with you. I, I won't, wouldn't write them off anyway uh, in Europe. I think nearly t- the better the team Liverpool are playing, the more chance to have a win in sometimes. It's, it's a strange one. Uh, looking ahead then to the game against Madrid, Kenna, Benzema, he's led the line extremely well for Madrid. Um, do you yeah. think he can fire them past Liverpool? Against that centre-back pairing, yeah, absolutely. No question about it. Um I think Ramos is back now after two months out as well, which is going to add some steel to that back line. <clears throat> um, Madrid don't look any great shakes now, being honest with you. Like, they don't look any great shakes. I've watched them a bit, even at the weekend there. Took, you know, a late Benzema, as you say, goal there. Like, the guy still going at, you know, 33-odd scoring for fun. Um, Liverpool in the two legs, I thought, you know, did very well to get over the line. But again... Teams are playing into Liverpool's hands in the Champions League. When they come up against an English opposition, they're not going to be doing the same thing. They're not going to play that high line. I remember we played them recently, and we played through the back of them. Um, I'm sure City, Pep, I suppose, can play high, and he will he will keep his game. But Madrid, will they play that high against them? It's a good question to really think of, because I think it's a meltwatering tie. I think really do. I think it's, <clears throat> you know, people will talk about, Bayern PSG being the one, I think this is probably the tie of the round. Um, just because the two teams quite in transitional year with injuries for Liverpool and Madrid, injuries but not at their best. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's interesting you say that tie around. Yeah, I probably had Bayern PSG down as tie around, but now that you mention it, this one is especially with Ramos coming back. Um, just touching on Ramos, I know it's Ramos against Salah again <laughs> and I know I was a huge I am a huge fan of Ramos and I'm sure maybe Ellie you are too but has that incident with Salah has that soured or impacted your judgment on him no no I, I I think everyone knows what Ramos is like as a as a player he's, he's he has that side to him I wasn't necessarily surprised when I saw it what, what he did in the Champions League final but I just think you know what you know what Salah's like he is so focused on this and I think that is just going to give Liverpool the extra bit of motivation. I'm I'm so excited to see what he does. Um, I'm not to say that he's going to go up and, and two foot Ramos or anything like that. I just think Salah will be 
so so um, confident about scoring. And um, I'm looking forward to it. It's going. That's like I said. It's not the it's not the Real Madrid of old where you're like oh my god like it's not the Real Madrid that uh, was winning Champions Leagues what three or four in a row whatever it was they're six points off the top I know they're doing better than us in, in, than we're doing in our league but it's not one of them times that you're thinking look this is one of the ones you want to avoid I was happy if you had offered me Real Madrid at the start of the of the draw when considering City PSG and Bayern were the ones I really wanted to avoid. I would have took Real Madrid. Not to say it's going to be an easy game. And the fact that Ramos has come back is a big boost for them. As Ken has said, they're not in great shakes this year, but we certainly aren't either. But the Champions League, two teams with a massive legacy in the Champions League. Um, like I said, I just wanted to avoid City, PSG and Bayern. And I'm happy that, that I did, but still not going to be an easy game. Yeah, yeah. It was actually interesting. I watched Real Madrid against Atalanta the second leg there and we're talking about Liverpool, how they can be teams that want to play the high line. But I felt like Real Madrid were kind of playing quite deep. Um, maybe they've changed their ways a bit since um, losing the likes of Bale and Ronaldo. So it'd be interesting to see if Liverpool, Liverpool can break them down, especially with Ramos back. Um, Chrissy, who do you think is the key man for Real Madrid and how do you stop them? Oh, I think I think it's midfield. I think Liverpool would love to go out and dominate midfield in that game, but they're up against a really good midfielder. Looking at Modric, Cruz in midfield, and them two lads have been doing it for years, and they're they're so good at keeping the ball, passing it one twos, and just dictating the game. And I think Liverpool will want to press them and want to dominate themselves, but they're they're going to be in for a real battle. And I think whoever does win that midfield battle, you know, might win the game. You look at Benzema front, like Benzema's got criticism from uh, Real fans a lot, but he's been there for a long time and he's scored some goals and got them through some games. Um, I think the one thing that might suit Liverpool in the game is that Benzema likes, I suppose, crosses in. And I think that suits the likes of Nat Phillips maybe to deal with that. When we played Chelsea, Werner was the one running in from our high line and we had massive problems with it. I don't think we have as big as problem with that with Benzema. Um, which I think might suit Liverpool a bit better. Um, but I just think that midfield battle is where it's going to be won. And the likes of Wijnaldum, having Fabinho midfield now is so big for Liverpool. Like if Fabinho wasn't into that midfield going into the Real Madrid game, as tight as I think it's going to be, I would have been I would have been so much more nervous, I suppose. But with Fabinho there, it's a titanic battle, I think. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that could be the key battle midfield. Uh, Kenna? Dixon, I'll um, throw a question at you if you don't mind. Who would you like? He's after missing, Chrissy's after forgetting someone huge in that midfield. So I'll ask you who I think, uh, who would you decide and who would you pick between Casemiro or Fabinho? It's a tough one, all right. Um, you forgot to geez. mention Casemiro. Easy one. Casemiro. It's an easy one. Well, I think he's a good player. Sorry I didn't mention well, like him. Let's hear from the neutral. Let's hear that. Uh, he's, he's a quality player, but he actually hasn't been playing a lot lately. So on form at the moment, I go Fabinho because Valverde is getting in the midfield for Real. But over over his career, yeah, I'd have Casemiro. Yeah, I'd agree with that. Valverde, though, is the uh, I really like Valverde, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, but Fabinho is playing brilliant this season. So uh, just based on this season, I'd definitely have Fabinho. Um. So, Kenna, who do you think is going to go through, actually, just from a neutral point of view? Who would you pick, Madrid or Liverpool? Yeah, um, 
I've been debating this the last few days. Originally, I would have thought Liverpool, being honest with you. Um, I was thinking the way Madrid played. I have noticed they've played a bit deeper. The midfield battle. I think Fabinho moving up into that midfield gives Liverpool a bit of steel. Um, but I still think at the back, it's just a bit loose. But Madrid are very loose. I, I'll go Liverpool. I think Liverpool will go through. All right. Right, we'll move on then to Porto and Chelsea. Porto home in the first leg. Uh, just looking back against on the Atletico game, it was obviously a massive... And I'm sure you're delighted. Um, how do you think they actually beat Atletico, if you like? I know they put more goals past them, but tactically. Um, oh, gee, what a brilliant right. uh, second leg performance. The first performance, people might say, was more impressive because of the the way we dealt with that Madrid. Uh, you know, I know it was a neutral stadium, but with the way we dealt with them, they're, you know, oh, they just sit back, sit back, and they look the counter. We stopped everything. I thought at the bridge, they're absolutely fantastic. I think Tuchel's got Chelsea playing where I think no team would want to play Chelsea. And that's being dead honest. I don't think anyone would want to play us. Um, the passing left, right and centre. But, you know, I think what the key is, uh, Dixon, is a fit in Golo Conte. A fit Conte can stop anything. And he stopped Joe Felix, Suarez, Rudiger. And you know, Dixon, I'm sure you're going to slag me here a little bit because I've given them a bit in the past. But what has Tuchel done to this man? This guy's a monster and thrown... You know, Suarez shapes left, right, and center. I loved it. You know, um, Christensen's like the Paolo Maldini of the, the, the Danish Maldini, even if you want to say it. Like, he's he's turned these players into something else. Jorginho, this style suits him so well. Kovacic, he's obviously a great man manager the way he's got them playing. Kai Havertz playing in the false nine is working really well. Ziek is back on form in the last couple of games there. We we outplayed them. We we made them look like a championship side. The way we passed around them with two great goals on the counter. Very rare to see goals on the counter attack from Chelsea point of view now recently. Um, but they were two lovely goals. Great to see Emerson scoring. Um, I have to say that the defense. It's the defense, lad. It's the really is the defense is so well marshaled, and uh, we're not conceding goals. Fourteen games now with Tuchel, um, ten wins, four draws, two goals conceded. 12 clean sheets. We scored 17, not, you know, the glorious figure, but we are keeping clean sheets. And if you keep clean sheets, yeah. you're you're stifling. But a fit and goal of Conte, I think, is the key. Yeah, Tuchel really has them singing off the same hymn sheet. You know, one thing that always frustrates me about Simeone is that he's got such a wealth of talent and he just never seems to go for it. Like, I love him Absolutely. to just let the shackles off of Suarez, Felix, Koke, Saul, Carrasco even. I think they're yeah. brilliant players. I don't know, is it the system, is it the manager? But anyway, um, Elliot, what do Porto need to do to stop Chelsea? It's a tough one. I don't think anybody knows yet because I think he's unbeaten as Chelsea manager. So it's a, a very tough yeah. one. I think Chelsea are playing some serious stuff at the minute. And actually, I did want to avoid them. I just don't think Liverpool are ready for Chelsea at the minute. Um, they're, they're so well marked at the back. They're so well well structured as well and you see when Tuchel came in Chelsea just they just don't get beat anymore whether they pick up a draw here or there but they're just so solid now they look like a completely different team and I was right in saying they should have got rid of Lampard when I said it um, but um, <laughs> no, Chelsea look really good and, and look at the, and I actually agree with Kenna they made they made Atletico out to look like Spanish Burnley but Atletico are top of the La Liga boys they're doing well this season 
But I just don't think I know. Chelsea just they dominate in every aspect. There was a couple of maybe five minute spells here or there in the first half of the second leg where maybe a few kind of iffy moments. But I think Chelsea were actually. I was surprised at how well Chelsea did. Like there was no big chances for Atletico go. There was no spells where Chelsea were on the ropes. I was surprised and I'm actually impressed by by Tuchel. But as I said. They made Atletico look like a very ordinary side, which they clearly aren't top of the of La Liga. So I'll agree with you there, Ken. <laughs> Chrissy, I'd love to get your opinion on a, a monster of a centre-back that is Pepe. I know he divides a lot of opinion. What do you think? I think he's I think he's a great I think he's a great defender. I don't like the the kind of, I suppose, the dirty or the nasty approach to his game. Um I think there'd be people out there who'd admire it. Um, and I can understand, but all in all, he's a great defender. Uh, and he was super the last day for Porto. There, nobody can deny it. He headed ball after ball after ball and did extremely well. Um, and I suppose the only thing for Chelsea would be that if Porto did score first, they would happily sit back for two legs. You know, they would happily do that. Now, I'd expect Chelsea to break him down and score, but it would make it an awful lot of tougher task. Um, because although Juventus were not at their best um, and they're not the team they were, they did defend really well and did keep them out. And Pepe is a huge, huge part of that. Like I think, I, I just think without him that they wouldn't be as solid, um, even with the way they set up. But he is a huge part of what I suppose makes Porto tick and what keeps them, I suppose, defensively in shape. Um, you know, he, he's really the commander back there for Porto. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Elliot, yeah. It's the it's the dream title for whoever we all I think all the big teams, every team in the in the Champions League, they wanted Porto. So it's a huge chance for Chelsea. I think Chelsea are nailed on to be in the semi-finals now. 100 percent I just I think let I think Porto played some good stuff um against Juventus. They could be obviously they, they conceded a lot of goals, even though Pepe had a great performance. It's funny that they conceded a couple of goals that night anyway. But yeah, I think Chelsea are nailed on now to get through. I think um I think Porto are a good team, but I just don't think the way Chelsea are playing. Um, I hope I'm wrong, but I think Chelsea, that's an easy one for Chelsea, to be fair. Yeah, yeah. Oh, we all thought that about for Juventus, though, so we'll see. We'll see. Anyway, uh, 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 uh. Only one guy here got eight or all predictions correct. And make that clear right now. Before we go any further, you make that clear right now. Who got them all correct? Did you get all eight? Did you? I don't know. I'd have to, I'd have to go back to that kind of... I called them all correct. You call it Elliot, I think. One. Oh, did mm. I? Yeah. The only one there keeping his mouth open now is Daly, are you? <laughs> call all correct, lad. You did, you did. Fair enough. Anyway, we'll move on. We'll move on. <laughs> Bayern against PSG. For me, this is the tight around, but the lads make a good point about Madrid and, and Liverpool. I felt Bayern gave up a lot of space in behind and some good chances against Lazio. Can it, if the same happens against PSG, are they going to be punished? Definitely, definitely. Um, I don't think there's any going to be stopping Mbappe um, on the pace. Um, I do think PSG have that sort of like the Neymar will be back too. They have got you know real skillful flair players. They have got you know intelligent passes of the ball. Verratti, Di Maria can do it. Um, over two legs, <clears throat> uh, be very tough, tough one. I would stick with Bayern. But if it was a team kind of to play over two legs against them and um, that could punish them if they play very high, it would be PSG on the counter anyway. 
Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, I think this game was down to the battle of the the centre mids, Verratti and Kimmich. Um, Chrissy, who do you think is going to come out on top, and who would you rather have in your team? I hate that question because I love both, and I really do love both. I probably loved Verratti for longer than I I loved Kimmich, but I probably have to go with Kimmich. I'll be honest. I just I just think he's he's an animal. Uh, as much as I love Verratti, I think he's an animal, and I think he wins that battle. He's bigger, he's stronger. Um, I think he's overall probably in a better team as well. Uh, and I, t- I think he would dominate that midfield. The one thing that gets me with PSG, it's like they kind of tease people every year because I just think they flatter to deceive sometimes the Champions League and they've done it so many times. Um, they're still not a team that I overall trust. I've seen them in games where they've just fallen apart. Um, when you just expect them to push forward. Like, it's a good few years now people are talking about winning the Champions League. They still haven't done it. Um, this group has still, you know, failed or haven't got there to that place. And I'm still not sure that, you know, they're good enough to do it, to be honest with you. I, I really do fancy Bayern uh, to win. I, I think PSG have quality players, but I think PSG have to prove a little bit more to people. Beating Bayern would be a massive way to prove it. But for me, I think Bayern are just stronger They've been there before, top quality players, and I, I, I do think Bayern will get over the line. Yeah, uh, I tip PSG at the start to win it, so I don't want to go back on that or anything. But I think they are. This is their best chance. I feel like the players are in the right moment, and one of them players is Neymar, who's going to return for the game. Like for me, when he's on song, I think he's unplayable. Like Elliot, is he better than Messi and Neymar now? Is he the new number one? Is he better than Messi? Yeah. Uh, no, not for me. Well, not for me anyway. I think he's. I think he's actually really great. Neymar. I think he's a brilliant player, but I just don't think he's on that level yet. I think he he doesn't show up in, in a lot of big games, and I think um, he takes a week, two, couple of weeks off, and it's his sister's birthday, which is weird. Um, but no, I, I think I think if they have him back on song, they have Mbappe back on song. Uh, well, sorry, Mbappe is on song at the minute, but. Fantastic player. Talk about Verratti. What a player to watch. If you love football, you love watching him. Same as Kimmich. Um, but another thing, it, kind of an interesting thing, Dixon, is they're both in title races still. Usually, especially in Germany and France, title race is done by now. PSG are level on points yeah. at the top of the league. Obviously, Bayern are four points clear, so that might come into it as well. So, obviously, I was thinking, look, one team could be getting an advantage here because there's a title race going on. But at the minute, there, there, is, or there, sorry, there is two title races going on. But, yeah, I think... I don't. I, I know Neymar has done it before, and he scored in Champions League finals for um, Barca. But I just don't think he's at Messi's level yet. But I think it's it's getting a bit closer to obviously with Messi starting to decline a little bit, as we know, unfortunately. But yeah, I still think he's a long he's a long way to go. And I think the thing with Neymar, I think he needs to do it in a, a league, and not 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 to give out about the French league. People call it a farmers league, which I think it is anyway. But it's not. It's he hasn't done it in a big league. I think he's been doing it in a in a lower league like the French league for too long <laughs> so you kind of making faces there kind of don't think Spanish league is a big league no no saying. Spanish he's league Brooklyn, saying... you know he's at Barcelona there but you know no he, trying, he's, like, in Fran- he's in France he's in France for too long he's in France for too long I mean, <laughs> he's going to be there another five years after today like yeah. he signed a new uh, yeah, yeah. five year contract today that's why I don't think he could, don't think he'd be in the same kind of Brett as Ronaldo and Messi fair enough fair enough well, thanks, lads. Um, just a reminder that them ties are going to be played on the 6th and 7th of April, so make sure you're tuned in. Mm-hmm.
So just get your predictions before we sign off here. Uh, Chrissy, Man City or Dortmund? Man City. Uh, Daly? Man City. And Kenneth? Man City. Yeah, I go City too there. Uh, then Real Madrid against Liverpool. Uh, Daly? Liverpool. Chrissy? Oh, Liverpool. <laughs> and Kenneth? Liverpool. Uh, just to be different as I go Madrid I think they're starting to play five at the back as well so it might be a bit more condensed back there uh, then Porto against Chelsea uh, Kenna I have us to win it and there's no doubt I think the destiny is in our hands Chelsea Daily unfortunately Chelsea uh, <laughs> poor uh, Chelsea <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I can't see uh, Chelsea losing that over two legs. And then the final one then, Bayern against PSG, Chrissy. Bayern, all day. Daily? I think it's going to be closer than people think, but I think Bayern will win. And Kenna? Echo what Daily says, closer than what people think, but Bayern to go through. Yeah, I'll, I'll stick with PSG. I think it's obviously so hard to retain it, so I'm going to go for PSG in that one. Thank you for listening. We hope you enjoyed it. Will Liverpool lift the famous trophy again in Istanbul? Only time will tell. How do you think we did with our predictions? Let us know through our Facebook and Instagram pages.